Hello everyone, my name is Steve Hendricks and I'm the president here at M.Care. This is the second podcast in our series. Uh, this will be our first podcast with Dr. Tom Hale. I'll introduce him here in just a second. Uh, Dr. Hale will be with us for a three-part series. Uh, tonight we're going to focus on really kind of the state of the healthcare industry. Uh, the second podcast will be a little deeper dive into uh, Dr. Hale's role at Mercy Virtual um, and their virtual care center, which was really the world's first uh, hospital without a bed. And we'll talk some more about that in the second podcast. And then in the third and final podcast of the series, Dr. Hale will share with us kind of how he sees the, fu- the future of healthcare delivery and uh, what that means for all of us. So we're excited to have Dr. Hale with us uh, for this portion of the M.Care uh, podcast series. Uh, hello, Dr. Hale. Are you with us tonight? Steve, right here. Hey, great. Thank you for joining us. Uh, in our first podcast, I shared with the audience the objective of these podcasts, which is really to bring uh, industry leaders, innovative thinkers, uh, really to, um, to the audience and share with them what's going on in the healthcare industry relevant to uh, telehealth, relevant to virtual care, relevant to technology. And so we're excited to have you with us here tonight. And so maybe um, I'll just give a little background on you if that's okay, and then you can uh, fill in any uh, cracks. So uh, what I like about Dr. Hill, and we, we have known each other now for, for several years, is he's both an innovator and a disruptor. And I, and I, and I really love that about the way Tom thinks and about the way he goes about uh, how he views the, the healthcare industry. He's currently involved in, in many projects, but uh, most recently, uh, when I met Tom, he was the executive medical, medical director at Mercy Virtual. So more on, on Mercy Virtual later, but Dr. Hale, please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your experiences uh, leading up to, uh, to the present. Sure, Steve. Um, a lot of what I have to say probably relates to my age, so it may sound like a, a resume <laughs> that never ends, but... Um, I uh, uh, had a PhD, uh, obtained a PhD in pharmacology, uh, which then led to a medical degree at the University of Missouri, uh, following which I did my internship and residency in internal medicine and started private practice. Uh, during that, uh, those early years of private practice, it was also the time that uh, managed care was being introduced to the, uh, the, the clinical delivery model. And uh, a group of physicians, including myself, uh, uh, felt that we would not do well unless we started to organize. And so we formed a uh, medical group of 17 physicians, uh, which then grew later to about 360 physicians uh, in conjunction with our uh, local health system, the Mercy Health System. Uh, I was the president of that group for 15 years, uh, and then later was the uh lead physician on our EPIC implementation, which actually was over 40 hospitals and 2,700 uh, integrated uh, physicians. At that time, our CEO asked me to move into uh, a uh, uh, innovation center. And and so we started this innovation center, which very rapidly evolved into, uh, honestly, virtual care, uh, with virtual care being uh, the data or analytics, the uh, the uh, technology involved and also maintaining the relationships with patients. So I was the executive director of uh, the virtual care center, 
uh, and was the clinical uh, architect for our uh, uh, 150,000 square foot Disney World of virtual care uh, <laughs> located here in St. Louis. Excellent. Well, thank you, Dr. Hill. So I want to move into another topic. That's the state of the healthcare industry. And I want to read something to you. In a recent interview, Michelle Stansbury, Vice President of IT Innovation at Houston Methodist, said her advice to healthcare organizations is disrupt or be disrupted. So in your opinion, what is going on in the industry and what is your reaction to Ms. Stansberry's uh, quote? And so I would agree with her. Um, and I think it's been the case actually with healthcare for centuries. Uh, but most recently, I think historically, uh, healthcare has been uh, a hospital care uh, dominated uh, delivery model. And the hospitals and health systems had an artificial exclusivity mostly secondary to the, the technology and licensings and regulations uh, uh, caused uh, uh, a environment that physicians needed to practice and do practice their uh, uh, trade within the hospital walls. So this conditional monopoly, which thrives in a fee-for-service model, payment model, uh, did very well for uh, several decades. Uh, but then over time, it became... Uh, evident that we didn't uh, that a number of things changed. One is the technology changed, the data and analytics uh, changed with the advent of the of the computer, then the internet, and later the electronic medical record, and costs became untenable. There was really not enough money to keep doing uh, what we were doing uh, as a healthcare uh, uh, delivery system. Mm -hmm. So, as uh, in the fever service world, you're you're your revenues decrease, you just increase your utilization, you balance the books, and you increase prices on new technology because no one really sets a true pricing uh, transfer model around that technology. As plans gain negotiating strength, interestingly, I, 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 hospitals and health systems began purchasing, purchasing physician practices and consolidating those physicians, mostly in order to continue to increase the monopolistic leverage that they had and to maintain their margins and prices. However, because of the technology and data changes and because of the, the uh, uh, problems with cost, things began to change. Uh, and they actually, they changed re reasonably rapidly. When I was uh, an intern, it was, it was really interesting. We did uh, cardiovascular surgery on a patient and they stayed in the hospital two weeks. Uh, they're now doing some of that as an outpatient, for God's sakes. Uh, 24 hours right. one day in the hospital. They're uh, repairing uh, uh, AV malformations uh, and and septal uh, defects with catheters. Uh, once again, as an outpatient. So as all that evolved, uh, the shift became in the importance of of where the value was derived. Where before the value was uh, seemed to be all in the hospitals. Uh, it now became the value uh, became to reside with the physicians, particularly the primary care physicians. And so as that, as that shifts, we've, we're starting to move into a new paradigm and value payments uh, have taken hold, uh, which says that basically that we will pay you more if you keep people well, and we will pay you less if you overutilize and people get sick. It's actually not a bad concept, but it was, we have a health system that has, been, uh, has not been prepared for that uh, type 
of 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 almost crisis type change. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, uh, that's the big that's the big uh, conundrum right now is the value based versus fee based and changing mindsets and and then putting models in place to take advantage of that. So uh, I totally agree a hundred percent with that. So uh, any uh, any other thoughts on the the state of the healthcare industry or disruptors that are happening? Uh, outside of what we're going to talk about in our next series, which is uh, what happened at, at Mercy Virtual and others. Any other uh, hot topics that, uh, that you want to uh, hit on tonight? Well, I think, uh, I think the other thing to bring up is to, to understand that uh, the non-traditional sources of, of healthcare delivery are starting to develop. You see Google getting into the healthcare industry. Walmart is in the healthcare industry. They all have certain um, uh, skills and and, uh, and and qualities that allow them to think that they can start to move in that direction. Uh, but the, what was once, as I said, a monopolistic uh, uh, purview of the, of the hospitals and the physicians who work within those hospitals now is opened up to a much broader uh, uh, group and and, uh, and what I think actually at the end of the day is probably a better uh, uh, care delivery model, which is we'll concentrate on the patient, we'll concentrate on service, and we'll find ways to broaden uh, the ability to manage populations uh, and decrease costs. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. Um, so anyway, uh, thank you, Dr. Hill. This has absolutely been enlightening and informative. Really looking forward to uh, our next two podcasts. Uh, to the audience, thank you <clears throat> for your time today. Again, my email address is steveh at m.care. And what I would encourage you to do is send me your questions, and I promise that we will get to them on future uh, podcasts. Uh, so if you have any uh, burning questions about what you heard uh, here uh, on this particular uh, episode or previous ones, be sure and send those to me. Uh, with that said, uh, that's a wrap. Take care. Goodbye. Uh, we'll talk soon.